0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Moms of Minis podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Lindsay. My name is Sophia. Welcome back. And we are going to kick things off with our segment about self care. So I will start. Yes. My self care this week was so I am a cycling instructor. And I taught an extra class this week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a 45-minute class. And not going to lie, it was the first day of my first postpartum menstrual cycle, Ooh, woo, woo. which was <laughs> just god-awful. Oh, if you were going oh, through it, girl, I feel you. Yep. Um, <laughs> But honestly, teaching this class, like, I got out all my emotions. Nice. I was, like, really going for it. Like, I feel like I was probably going just as hard as the class. Nice. Which, you know, I mean, maybe it's just me. But when I'm in in a class, I want to see my instructor working as hard as me. So that that was good. That was my self-care this week. I walked out of that class feeling 20 times better than I did when I walked in. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's
1: great. My self care is kind of dumb, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I usually shower at night. That's like always my ideal time after I've had my baby, because you know when she goes to bed, it's just like, all right, now I can do do it on my own accord. But um, a few times this week, I've we have a little like um, you know baby seat. I don't know what those are called. They're like little chairs that roll around. They're like little cars. But it's just like, like Yeah, but it's just, like, a seat I could put her in in the bathroom. And so, yeah, I've been putting her in there and during the day taking a shower, which has been so nice. Oh. Like, today we went on a walk around our neighborhood and I was all sweaty and I came home and took a shower. It was nice. great. So, yeah, that's been my little self-care. Luckily, she she can play in there pretty, pretty good. She doesn't get upset as long as... Um, as long as she has her toothbrush, she's happy. <laughs> and as long as I play peekaboo throughout the shower curtain, she's she's good to go. So, yep, that's that's my self-care of the week. Well, to segue into what this episode's about, um, you know, we talked about our birth stories, our pregnancy stories. So, you know, now the baby's here. Now you're in the throes of it. Yep. What the hell do you do now?
0: Yeah. So it's all about adjusting to your new normal. Um, so I think we should kick it off with how to support somebody who is postpartum. So you are, you are not a partner. You are not, you are not mom. You're just a friend, family member, whatever. Like, I think what I would have loved (laughs) postpartum is there are short visits. You're only there for, you know, maybe a max of an hour. Yeah. You bring food. Yeah. (laughs) You are there to feed me, and there is no expectation that you are just holding my baby. Right. Like, I I think that's a common misconception yeah. is
1: that you- people
0: think that, you know, holding your baby is...
1: Helping, or, where yeah.
0: you know, as a new parent, you know, some people that might make them more anxious. Yep, that was is, me. <laughs> is my baby is now away from me and out of my, you know, my control. If something happens, I'm not there. Yeah. So I think that's something that people need to be more cognizant about is saying oh, well, I'll hold the baby while you do X, Y, Z, is maybe not necessarily helpful.
1: Yeah. It's like, you may love this person, but, like, we might not trust you with our baby because, you know, you were our drinking buddy in college. Oh, yeah. Not not necessarily a great caretaker of a newborn, things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think there should also let's just
0: do a blanket statement here, along with not saying, you know, sleep when the baby sleeps. (laughs) Yes. Do not ask, are you sleeping? Yeah. Because the answer will always be no. Just don't ask it. No, dipshit.
1: Of course I'm not sleeping. (laughs) And now I'm just pissed off. (laughs) Don't ask. It's it's
0: the answer is no. Yes. You you don't need to ask. Everyone's gonna say no. Yeah. Um. So. I think this this would be kind of a fun a fun little game here okay so what would be your dream meal postpartum like Mm -hmm. if someone was to show up at your doorstep with your dream Mm -hmm. meal what would it be
1: why is the first thing that popped into my head uh chicken teriyaki bowl
0: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yes i don't know it's
1: just like Uh, a balance. san mateo It's just such a balanced meal, you know. You got the chicken, you got the, the rice. teriyaki you got the teriyaki, <laughs> you got some veggies.
0: Yeah, you know. Oh my God, that is Nate's like favorite That's place. So <laughs> so chicken teriyaki bowl. Yeah,
1: I used to oh eat that all, all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean something balanced um something with electrolytes because so. i'm probably dehydrated as hell oh, something yeah. with caffeine okay so
0: you got your chicken teriyaki bowl you have maybe like a gatorade yeah like a
1: gatorade <laughs> and an energy drink that's my a ideal. celsius because yes. you don't you don't
0: do uh the bubbles right
1: oh yeah. I, I i do the bubbles oh i, I bet you didn't okay oh, no. yeah no I'm a I'm a pro bubble gal. (laughs) Okay, so what about you? I deal. I show
0: up. All right, you show up. There is just like (laughs) raw fish galore. I am getting all the sushi. So so funny. Also on San Mateo and (laughs) Albuquerque, there is this place that I have been going to since I was God probably in eighth grade. I don't even know if it still exists. It may not. Um, It was called Sushi Gen. And Mm -hmm. it was across from Cliffs Amusement Park.
1: Okay. Oh, that still exists. That's a different name, I think.
0: Okay. So, it was an all-you-can-eat sushi sushi? restaurant. Yes. So, it was 2099. This was several years ago. Don't call me. (laughs) Um, 2099, all-you-can-eat. And they would just bring you boats and boats and boats of sushi. Damn. I mean, the place looks sketchy as hell. Like, it definitely looked like it was a front for, like, some kind of illegal was. activity. Yeah. But they made some damn good, cheap sushi. Hell yeah. So, that, that would... You were there with, like, seven boats. <laughs> like, all the raw fish. And... Yeah, definitely something with caffeine. You know, bring, bring me. I'll bring you sushi boats. Bring me sushi boats and maybe like an Alani because okay. that's been my yep. my energy drink of choice. Not the watermelon? Not the watermelon. Okay. The watermelon's gross. Okay. <laughs> bring me a tropical or uh, the. Dream float,
1: nice. those are both
0: nice. those solid options, and a body armor because again Ooh, yes. you need to, you need the electrolytes. Yes, for
1: sure, for sure. But yes,
0: that that would be my dream postpartum meal. Okay, and All then right. you were like, okay, like I'm gonna also clean your house. Yep. Your baby is gonna sleep independently. Yep, <laughs> and you can go shower.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. That sounds. That's like the a dream, dream visit. Yes,
0: absolutely. So I know we talked about how your postpartum experience was very difficult because you guys moved and Joaquin immediately went back to work. Right. So how was your first day solo with Ellie?
1: Um, My first day solo, I just remember, like, the reality kicking in of, like, nobody's going to walk through the door and, like, change her diaper. And, like, I am... I am all alone in this world, yeah. and her whole care depends on me. So that was definitely nerve-wracking, and yeah, it was uh, it was really, really hard. You you heard me cry in another episode, probably episode two, <laughs> about how awful my postpartum experience was, but. You know, I, I didn't want to harp too much on that because I'd probably cry again, but I really wanted to focus on, like, what we plan on doing the next time around, and if you're pregnant and listening to this, maybe it can help you succeed from the gate without yeah, having to... how to navigate. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's it's really hard to ask for help because, quite honestly, I didn't know what I needed. Yeah. And... um you know it's just like it feels like you're supposed to be the perfect mom the perfect housewife the perfect everything until you realize that literally nobody does that like everybody everyone's struggling (laughs) is struggling is going through everything um but yeah I would just honestly like get a good mom friend before you have your baby because like Me and Lindsay now, like, have support plans for each other, and we're not even pregnant (laughs) For sure. I'm like,
0: okay, I'm taking Ellie. (laughs) She and Austin are having a sleepover. Like, we're going to have some fun. We're going to watch all the Disney movies. Any exactly. junk food, and Auntie Lindsay is coming in clutch.
1: Exactly, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm doing all your laundry, I'm cooking. Won't be as good as what you cook, but it'll be hot. So. <laughs> it'll be edible. <laughs> at, least that's, at least that's something. But, yeah, I mean, if you can get somebody like that in your corner before you have a baby, like, oh, my God, you're set. But, um, yeah, it's really it's really a difficult journey on trying to get back to normal life. I would say just do things literally as convenient as your budget will allow you oh like, yeah you know if you can get a house cleaner get one i'm gonna even if it's a it. short short term right. if you're gonna if you know doing small loads of laundry yeah it's like wasteful on the energy and water bill but like it helps you know if you just need to change the poopy onesie and like two pairs of your own underwear do the load well yeah know? or throw in the towels yeah. or whatever
0: yeah <laughs> I, I definitely, I've seen, you know, again, on social media, but it's, like, someone, I've seen people do, like, one load of whatever a day. Yeah. So, like, I'm only doing whites today. I'm only doing sheets today. Yeah. Whatever. And, like, to me, that's more stressful. But yeah. if that works for you. Right. Like, do what you need to do. Yeah. Or, you know, one thing that I... I actually really enjoy grocery shopping. Yes. But I feel like yes. if I have Same. if I have more than one I probably will not enjoy grocery shopping. Right. But like, you know, pay the extra five dollars or whatever it is for like grocery pickup. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Use the grocery pickup. You know, there's tons of meal kit deliveries that you can do that you don't even have to cook. Like they come frozen oh, yeah. and you can heat it up. I still to this day, with my daughter, use little spoon. I get little spoon plates delivered for her, and it just like works out so much better because she's always fed more nutritious meals <laughs> than I probably would have made her, and you know we're luckily able to afford it and um you know still, as a mom of a twenty month old I'm still doing what's convenient, and that's okay like. You're you're in survival mode. You gotta do what works for you, when, how, and so, you know, take take all the convenience you can you can take because it's not permanent. It's not always gonna be like this. It might be kind of like embarrassing, you know. But it it shouldn't be embarrassing, right? right? Like you you're
0: doing what you need to do to provide for your family, to help your family, whatever. Like I I think that's what's most important is like your family is being taken care of. And Absolutely. By whatever means you deem is safe, healthy, yep. whatever.
1: Well, and we talked about it in another episode, but the best gift you could give sometimes is like DoorDash, Uber oh, yeah. Eats gift cards, because think about that—you're taking away a meal, and somebody will deliver it right to their door, which is so convenient. Oh yeah, and like dishes—they don't have yes. to worry about that now. Yep. Like it's,
0: it's all around a a good thing. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, asking for help if you're in that situation is important and realizing when somebody needs help.
1: Well, and Lindsay and I aren't really religious, but I know there's a lot of like amazing things churches do. Even if you're not like an important, I don't know, important member, (laughs) if that's like a proper term. But like, even if you're not like entrenched in your church for like a lifetime, I know there's going to be tons of people willing to help and, you know, just ask on Facebook, man. Oh yeah. Like, Even like
0: something... so if you join your your town, cities buy nothing page, like that's yeah. another big thing is there are people who just ask, like, yeah. hey, I can't afford groceries this yeah. week. Can somebody donate food? Yeah. Or, you know, I can't drive myself to the store because yeah. I don't I can't have gas. Like, you know, it's there's literally no shame. Yeah. Like there are gonna be so many people who are willing to step up right. and help even if you don't have, you know, a village quote unquote. And I think that that brings us to another good point is like, you know, we kind of touched on it in the first episode is like finding your village. You know, it, it literally does take a village to raise a child. (gasps) Yeah. And you know, do you wait around and like, is the village going to come to me? Like sometimes you have to, you have to seek it out and definitely like go on Facebook Go on Instagram, look for your location and find you know, like minded people. Like yeah. you may not always mesh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I think literally we can... was going
1: to a church for like the first few weeks of you know I don't know Ellie was probably like three or four months because well, I just, I was just remember just so you desperate. telling me
0: the story that Joaquin was driving to work and saw like moms pushing strollers yeah. like on a certain day yes. at a certain
1: time it was like well you should try this next week <laughs> that was so funny Yeah, my husband was driving to work and he was like Okay, I saw this like big group of moms and they were all pushing strollers and I looked at the time and it was ten ten and it's on a Thursday. So next Thursday at ten o'clock you should go and see if you can join the mom group. It was so cute because it's like, yeah, you know, that's probably something sometimes you that's needed. what you have to
0: do. Yeah. Or like, you know, libraries have tons of programs. Yes. Like I know the the Santa Fe Library does programs throughout the week. For, for babies, and we met tons yeah. of moms through that. Yeah. And, you know, again, just, like, find your village. If you yes. don't have a village, find a village because yeah. you you need one to yeah. be successful. And, yeah. you know, if you're in a situation where you don't have a village yet, like, don't stop looking. Like, yeah. it, it is discouraging. It is – it's very lonely. Like, I think we can both attest to that. Yeah. Like, those first few months, if you have nobody there, like, it is – very lonely it's very isolating but like you have to you have to have the wherewithal to like find a village for your own you know well-being yeah
1: and Um, it's not like you know it's like you don't have to do something like humbly like literally when I started the Facebook group I met Lindsay I was like I'm lonely I don't have friends like please someone talk to me yeah that's pretty much what she did like she posted a post and she was like
0: my daughter is X months old. Yeah. I really want some friends.
1: Yeah. And who's willing to hang out. And
0: I was like, okay, my son's seven weeks old. Yeah. Like he's probably not down to hang out with another baby, but like I want
1: friends. Right, and guess what? We set up a play date and what, like twelve moms oh, yeah. or something came to it. Like it was awesome and it's It's clearly needed. And so don't be, don't feel like you're going to be like weird, like seeking out that help. There are definitely like like minded people. Yes. Well, I can say, so
0: my first day without my husband, so my husband, thankfully, with his job, he was able to get four weeks of paternity leave, which was awesome. You know, it, It was nice to have him there through, I don't want to say the thick of it because all of it was the thick (laughs) of it, but it was nice to have him there for that, that amount of time. And when he was gone, it was like, what do I do now? Like my son is screaming and I'm exhausted and I have nobody else there. Like it's, it's just me. Yeah. And that was very stressful and very like anxiety producing and I just remember I went on so many walks yeah like I I was always walking like I was That's like awesome. I just need to get out of the house yeah. like these four walls are closing in yep. like I need to put you in the baby stroller and we need to just walk and we would walk for like four hours wow <laughs> like I would just That's like crazy. I would put in my headphones I would put on my podcast <laughs> which so I have a background in criminology, so I'm very into like true crime, <laughs> like true crime, yes. like murder podcasts. Yes. Shout out Small Town Murder, <laughs> James and Jimmy, You the Shit. Um, but I would listen to so much awesome. of true crime oh, podcasts yeah. and just like wandering around. Which you know we had just recently moved, so I'm like yeah. also wandering around my neighborhood and like figuring out the different trails yeah. and everything and like. I would, I would be gone from my house from like four, for four or five hours. That's nuts. Wow. And he would just sleep, sleep the entire yeah. time. And I'm like, this is so much better than you just screaming right. at me. Totally. <laughs> like how long do I need to be out here for you to like stop screaming? Like yeah. Um, great. But that's, that's, so that's how I survived it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, kind of went crazy <laughs> during mine, but you know, we we're talking to kind of segue about how ideally and realistically your partners or whoever else is in the house with you can support you. Yeah, and I think um, one of the crucial things, and I, I realize that a lot of our advice and stuff definitely comes from a place of privilege. You know, we were able. Well, to stay at home. And we had partners who were there. And we have partners, step one, you know. Yeah, well, that's it. We're not single moms. We, like, we know there's a lot of privilege in some of the stuff we're saying. But, um, you know, if you if you have a situation that you can't really see any out of, you know, message us. And we'll see if we can, like, troubleshoot things. And just see if you are not thinking of something. but But, you know, ideally the next time around um it's just gonna be so much easier already because we were living in like a 600 square foot casita yeah and now we're in our house that has doors and that makes such a difference so even if Joaquin would take the baby and I'd try to get sleep you know as a mom you can't sleep through their screaming oh yeah so he'd be with her on the couch four feet in front of me in the bed and I couldn't and I couldn't sleep at all and so now I'm like okay yeah like he'll take the baby and I'll be across the house with my door shut and my noise machine on and it'll be like heavenly so I'm really excited about that same with preparing food you know now that we have some like local friends and local connections I think oh, we can yeah. actually set up like a meal train and I'm definitely not going to have shame about buying meal kit services no. and stuff okay. like that especially for my daughter at that time you know she'll be older and who knows whenever I have the next one maybe she'll make her own food. <laughs> I don't know she'll be cooking for everybody All yeah, right.
0: it'll be awesome she'll come over to Auntie Lindsay's we'll make a meal her and Austin it'll be a her whole thing
1: whipping it up in the kitchen <laughs> yes but yeah I think you know again like I have more privilege this time around than I do you will have 12 weeks of paid leave, which will be insane compared to him going back to work and working like 12 to 20 hour days every day. Yeah, that's, that's insane. (sighs) It was awful for the both of us, but you know, and now we're older and wiser and know what the hell we're doing a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but, um, but honestly, I think the biggest key is having like you guys around and people who understand. We're closer to family this time. We're, you know, I know how to ask for help. I'm not going to be ashamed of asking for help. And I know this is going to sound so dumb, but like one of my biggest regrets about the newborn phase was like not putting her down and leaving her alone more often. I felt like she had to be in my arms 24-7. Like I was a bad mom. Like the next kid, they're going to be in that swing all day long. (laughs) Like, Because they're fine and they're happy like that. And it's just, like, it was just mom guilt. That was all Oh, yeah, it for sure. And so now that I know, like, what kids actually do at each stage, I'm like, okay, I can, like, I feel like I'll be less guilty, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like,
0: so to talk about, you know, you were saying you were trying to get sleep and she was right there. And, like, for a dad, they're not, maybe they're not really
1: aware of like
0: you can't just drown it out yeah so my my boss one of my bosses he's expecting his daughter is due at the end of next month Mm -hmm. and he was talking to me this week you know my son was snuggling on me and he's like oh my gosh I can't wait for that like when when my daughter's born like I'm not putting her down like she's she's always going to be on me and you know, he was like, oh, when, when there are midnight changes, I'm going to be there. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you know, I, yeah. I feel like as a mom, you are wired to hear it yeah more. And like, maybe that's a generalization. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah diminish what a dad feels or experiences, but I yeah. feel like as a mom, like it's so grating. Right, like you hear it and you're like, I need to resolve this issue. Yeah, well, and and I'd love
1: to hear like stories of either two women or like a single mom that lives with another woman. If it, like if both, if all the, yeah, if it's like
0: if everybody is just like yeah, if make it's like this stop. Oh,
1: <laughs> if it's, if it's like a woman thing that the cries make you want to stick your head in the blender, or if it's just that like just the mom instinct, you know. Yeah, but, that that
0: would be a great uh, a great thing to discover, and you yeah. know, please send us a DM yes. at Moms of Minis. On Instagram, Moms and Minis on Facebook. Like, if you've experienced this, let us know. Yeah. Um, And the dad's point of view, too. Oh, yeah. Well, we will be having a dad's only episode. Yes. It's coming up, so definitely stay tuned. Yeah, we'll be completely
1: stepping out. Yes. Um, So, if you are a dad
0: and you're like, I can't relate to any of this, like, don't worry. Dad episode is coming for you. Your time's coming. (laughs) Your
1: time's coming.
0: But, like, for me, it was like, hearing him cry is so grating and I'm like I need to resolve this issue and for my
1: boss to be like
0: oh I can't wait to like step yeah. in and I'm like okay <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah you don't want to be that like negative Nancy because if somebody told me that while I was pregnant I'd be like you just suck like you yeah you he's have, gonna be there yeah you have no <laughs> idea how much I'm gonna love my kid but yeah then but that's the thing is like no matter how sleep deprived or what like you can't I would have, I stayed, that's why I didn't sleep because I couldn't sit there and listen to it. Like no, I couldn't. No. Like we got to a point where we were so sleep deprived when she was like seven months old. We were like, fuck it. We're doing cry it out. Even though yeah. I like, thought we were very anti cry it out. We got to a point of like such desperation that we did it. And she cried for literally eight hours. She <laughs> cried and wouldn't stop. And like, I think I made it like an hour and a half maybe Ugh. of her screaming. And I was like, I was screaming and I was like, I'm mean, gonna go fucking insane of you. Oh, don't yeah, let it's me awful. help her. It's awful. Yeah. I,
0: so we will be doing another episode about sleep training. Yes. <laughs> because that is another like hot button yes. like like parenting issue. Totally. And like we I don't want to say we took like drastically different approaches to it, but I think I yeah. was.
1: I I was, don't want to say I was, I was like, out a lot. More. I, I
0: don't was, want to say I was pro kite out because I'm not. Like obviously, I just said it was very grating, but
1: let's just say I was out a lot more money than you were. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that that's also coming up, but what? yeah, it's. I feel like. It's a different experience, and I think as a mom, as as a partner, you you know, on both sides, you need to know how to ask for help and, like, yeah. be very direct. Like, yep. don't beat around the bush. Like, no one has energy for that. Nobody yeah. has energy to siphon out what it is you're trying to say when you're being hyperbolic or whatever. Like, yeah. just... I need you to do X because I'm tired yeah. or I need you to do whatever because I can't take it anymore. Like be direct. Yeah. Like everything will go so much smoother.
1: <laughs> yeah. And for me, like, I don't know if you can relate, but it took a while to like figure out what I actually needed. Like oh, yeah. I was just so for stressed sure. out and I'd be lashing out at Joaquin and I was just like, ha ah, And he's, you know, so sweet. And he's like, well, how do I help? like And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's so many things going wrong. And so, you know, even now to this day, I'm like, okay, before I let my emotions go off the wall, like, what do I need? What am I seeking? What do I... How can he actually help me versus just, like, me upset about something? And that's a really powerful tool because I think... And, you know, don't call me sexist here, but I think guys just need bluntness. Like, they really you know, we're trying to be all nice and have like, yeah, (laughs) boy and beat around the bush until we get to the point. But like, guys need directness. You got to be like, listen, the floor needs mopped. Mop it, please. And they'll be like, oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Like,
0: oh, what? I didn't (laughs) know. exactly. Yeah. No, I, I honestly still struggle with that. Like I still struggle with being direct. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, it's a practice. Yeah. And Obviously, when you're postpartum, you don't want to be learning new skills because you're right. already learning a bunch of new skills. But yeah. definitely, like, it's something you need to practice. Like, Absolutely. I need water because yes. I'm feeding our t- our child and I'm thirsty. Yeah, I need food because I'm tired and I can't get up. Like, yeah. just be direct. I need you to change the baby because... I've been feeding them for yeah. the last 12 hours. Yeah. Like just be direct. They will respond like it's it's important. And I think that kind of goes back to what we talked about in our last episode about expectation versus reality. Like right. I I had the expectation that everything was going to be 50/50. Yeah. And totally that's not how it went. Yeah. You know, my my husband went back to work and he was expect he was expending his energy there and you know, I was not working at the time, so mm-hmm. I was happy being the housewife, but yeah. I had the expectation that like, oh, I'm doing child care You are picking up my slack because I'm doing childcare. And And that that
1: burns out real fast. Oh, yeah. Real fast. Because I had the same thing. I was like, well, he's working a real job. And so he's got to get home and relax from that. And then I'm like, no, he gets a 30-minute drive into work, listens to a podcast, does whatever the hell he wants on the drive, gets a nice, relaxing drive back, and, like, his job is in an office. It's chill. It's quiet. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, you don't have anything to recover from. Like, it's great you're working for us financially, but you're still a husband and you're still a dad and you still have responsibilities. Well, yeah,
0: it's, it's not the 1960s. You can't be right. a hands-off parent. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I think I went into it, again, expecting it was going to be 50-50, and it wasn't. But, you know, it could be... Forty sixty, yeah. or thirty seventy, or whatever. Like, again, be direct. Like, yeah. I need you to feed the animals because mm-hmm. I'm cooking dinner, or I need you to unload the dishwasher because I loaded it, or whatever. Like, just yeah. be direct. Right. Be direct about what is going to help you in your daily life, Absolutely. and don't don't try to be coy. Just yeah, be direct.
1: Oh, once you say this shit is hard, I. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's, it's a very
1: fucking
0: hard. Well, I think that's that's a good segue into, you know, kind of, like, wrapping things up. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of touched on it our second episode, like, postpartum depression, anxiety, rage. Like, you know, you said that in the hospital you asked yes. specifically, like, what right. are the signs? What, what should I be looking for? So I think if you are a partner or a friend or whatever, like... What should you be looking for? What should you identify and when should you maybe be looking for outside support?
1: That's a really good question, an important one. Um yeah, I was so worried about postpartum depression. Um you know, we've had some family friends that actually went through postpartum psychosis. Oh my god. And yeah, like one of my mom's friends, she's got a pretty harrowing story about it, but um yeah, I mean, I mean that shit is real. First of all, and so I was like really worried because you know. Well, and
0: not to cut you off, but if you do have a history of major depression, you you are more yeah. predisposed to postpartum anxiety, postpartum yeah. depression, postpartum psychosis. Definitely. So going forward, you had you had a family. Yeah,
1: son. and so, so yeah, I was so I was so worried that after my daughter was born, when we were still in the hospital, walking Asked the, it was actually the doula who was the lactation consultant and she was the one who encapsulated, encapsulated your placenta, <laughs> encapsulated my placenta. Yes. And he was like, you know, what do I need to watch out for? Like, how do we know? Like just normal baby blues versus postpartum depression. She told us baby blues are pretty much probably going to happen to everybody. Yeah. And it should last about two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks passes and nothing's changing and it's getting worse. That's your sign you need to go talk to your doctor. Something is not normal. Um, you know, you you got to take that step and advocate for yourself because when you think about it, all you can really do is therapy and medication, and medication takes two to three months to really oh, yeah. kick in and make it's, a difference. It's not immediate. But also to note,
0: postpartum depression can happen at any time. It does not yes. have to be immediately after birth. Correct. Like, it can happen... 10 months postpartum, a oh, year yeah. postpartum. Like Absolutely. It, it can happen at any time. So Absolutely. please be be aware of yeah.
1: what we listen- what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Really listen. Totally. Yeah, and you know, one of the things the doula was talking about is like total isolation, not wanting yeah. to really be around my husband, talk to him, talk to anybody. Um I'm trying to remember what else she was she was talking about, but yeah, I mean, just and she told my husband, she was like, You know, you're gonna know when she's off. Yeah. And if she's off, you need to get her help because sometimes she's not gonna be able to do it. Like Yeah. You might need to make the call to the doctor, you might need to take her to the emergency room if if it's that bad, you know, stuff like that. And so you know, it's really it's really important to look for. If you see a big shift and your gut is telling you something's wrong, something's, something's probably wrong. wrong. And you know, I hope the dads talk about this in their dad episode, but men or whatever gender the partner is to the mom absolutely get postpartum depression as well. Oh, yeah. Like you you were telling me that that was a thing
0: and I, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, partners could get postpartum depression. But if you think about it, it makes sense. Like, their lives yeah. are also changing. And right. their partners are changing.
1: Yeah, and it could even be, like, you know, a queer couple that adopts or something. Like, they could get postpartum depression. Like, it's not just a female biological disease. Like, it can happen to anybody whose life shifts because it could be a grandma that takes custody of the baby, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Things like, your, like that.
0: anything, like, your life is is getting a major shift and you might be mourning your previous life. And, you know, again, this is why it's so important. If you're a partner or a friend, whatever, like really listen to this and really pay attention to these signs. Like if you feel like your partner, friend, whatever, is not acting the way that they typically do, take
1: note of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's 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 an important thing. And yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, we joke on here about how hard it is and stuff like that. But, you know, you can tell if somebody's having a really extra hard time with it and that's totally OK and totally fine. And if, you know, most people, I'm sure the statistic, I, you know, I'm not looking it up, but I thought it was like 70 <laughs> percent of people struggle with either postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. Totally could be wrong. Don't fact check check me. But, you know, it's a lot. (laughs) Here, we can look it up right
0: now. We have the technology.
1: (laughs) We got the technology. We have technology. And so don't feel like something's wrong with you. Like, you literally just need help because we live in a society that gives you no help. And so, guess what? Your brain is going to take an unfortunate toll of living in a society with no help. So, you know, get yourself that help. If you need to get on medication or something, do it. And try to do it early because you know, it's not, it's not going to work for a few weeks. And don't think you have to wait till your six week appointment, because no, you don't You can call not. them whenever and say, I need help. And I need help now. And obviously, if you're feeling, you know, like you're going to hurt yourself or hurt your baby, go straight to the emergency room or call 911. Because you know, it's real. It's not it shouldn't be taboo. It shouldn't be you know, you're not a bad mom or bad parent or bad dad, if you're going through this stuff. It's it's real, and it's totally fine to get help, and, you know, we even have a personal friend who's getting help that she needs right now, and, you know, I know her daughter's going to look back and be so proud of her, because, you know, what if she goes through that someday, and she's going to feel helpless, but then she's going to know, like, oh, you know, this is normal. Mom had to go through it. That's fine.
0: Well, and I think that's that's something that kind of ties into the toxicity of social media, yes. is, like... People aren't talking about this. Yes. Like it's, it's okay to be experiencing these things. Like not everyone's life is sunshine rainbows. Yeah. Like okay, so I did get the percentage. Oh, all it right. is up to seventy percent of up to seventy percent of all new mothers.
1: Damn, I was right, right on the yeah. Money. Like that. <laughs> like
0: think about that. Like yeah,
1: that's a lot. Seven out of ten women. Seven out of ten women are experiencing
0: this. Like, do not feel shame. Yeah. Like, it's totally normal. Like, social media is a lie. Like, not every woman is waking up with their child waking up at 9 a.m. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, I slept through the night. And my kid is now eating spirulina and <laughs> oats or whatever the fuck. Like, it's it's not always like that. And it's okay if it's not like that. But identify it and right. get the help you need. Right. And do not feel shame about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a good good point to leave off. Yeah, It's absolutely. late here. Yes. We're recording 10 p.m. I've got freaking homework to do. I was gonna say I gotta. You gotta, gotta drive, drive home. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta drive back. Sophie out here living in the sticks. I know <laughs> living in the boonies. Sorry, but um. Thank yeah. you guys.
0: Leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Mom's and Minis. Definitely. If there is something you want to discuss, send us a DM, send us a message, Please post. Do. Yeah. Uh, if you have merch you want to request, we have some pretty cool stuff oh, in the works. yeah. So we got some good stuff in the works. Let us know if you are interested, and we will drop it. Yeah. Otherwise, thank you all so much. We will talk to you later. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.